dark save for light being cast from the big tv screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning hey george hey lions how's it going what'd you name your dog what did you name your dog i named him dog but with a w yes i this not exactly what i was imagining but i was really hoping you were gonna say that because i named my dog cat Ah, nice. Because you only have four letters. Yeah, yeah, it was D-A-W-G. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Because there's a limit to how creative you can be with four letters. Right. That isn't like obscenities and you know, when you're 12, <laughs> ha, 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 but... There are a lot of four-letter obscenities, which is like odd that, that, that most things we consider to be obscene have four or fewer, you know? I, I like to imagine that that's true of all languages, but with different numbers of letters. So like in Japanese, <laughs> they would be like, ooh, that's a 25 character word. Like, don't yeah, do that, that. that. No, no, no. Especially with Japanese, it would be like a particular brushstroke that like denotes <laughs> that it's profanity. You know, it's <laughs> like, oh, that's midway through the letter upwards at a 45 degree increasing angle. Mm. Can't, can't believe you throw that into a children's book. Rude. Yeah. So I, I was really um, excited because after all the games that we played, uh, one where you actually get to like claim and conquer the moon and then harvest its resources i was really excited to uh to play an, a space epic similar to like star wars yeah. you know yeah i could see how the box art would have made you think that the, <laughs> that's what was that's what was happening inside what would the adorable anime kid in the barn ne- never never judge a book by its cover man you know especially from this era the super nintendo yeah. has some insane box art not as crazy as the nintendo era but there's still some wacky misleading box art at this time <laughs> so you're not totally wrong what did we play we played harvest moon and uh we haven't done a listener request in a little while this is like borderline a listener request because i essentially said to you Dude, we've been playing some like heavy games. I've been wanting to play this game forever. Can we please just play this? Like I I want <laughs> I want to have this experience cuz this is like a cozy game. And we don't play a ton of cozy games, right? So right. I th- this request uh very much came from me the listener. Um I I did learn something interesting getting the notes together for this game cuz uh this came out in 1996 and it hit mm-hmm. America in 1997. And that's the same year that Final Fantasy VII on the PlayStation 1 came to America? That, that year is really burned into your mind, man. Because <laughs> it's it's 7 in 7. Yes, I mean, they did it on purpose. But the, the thing is, this is a Super Nintendo game, which means mm-hmm. they were still releasing Super Nintendo games into the N64 era by several years, right? So that's... I never ever in a million billion years would have been like, oh, yes, this game that I remember playing as a child actually came out uh, way further in history than I thought. Yeah, this may actually be like a weird kind of instance of I don't know if it's the exact correct thing, but the uh, the Bader Meinhof effect in the sense that like for every person, the generation console switch happened when you got the new console, you know, so because then you stopped buying games for your old console, you started buying them for your new console, right? So in your mind, right, the minute that the N64 came out, even if you bought it, 
a year after it came out. That's when it came out in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's when you had it. And that's when they just stopped making Nintendo games or SNES games because you had an N64. So, so you stopped buying all of them. So you would only be familiar with Harvest Moon if you just hadn't bought an N64 yet for, again, 90% of people, right? You know, Because that's the way I think of it is, is, is it feels like an endless march towards progress, right? Where it's like, you know, you flip a switch, you know, there was the, the NES and then they, they made a better technology, flipped the switch and only made games for that. And then, you know, but it's like what probably happened was the minute that I bought the new system, I stopped buying games for the old system and therefore they stopped making them from my point of view. Yeah. Well, the, we, we had this situation. It's not a problem, but this happened to us one other time that I could remember, which was when we played RC Pro-Am 2, which yeah. was a contemporary of like Yoshi's Island or something mm-hmm. like it's way it's one of the last games that was made for the Nintendo it came out after Link to the Past right so it's just you, you look at a screenshot of RC Pro M2 and you're like oh yeah that's an S game and it's like yeah I guess the year it came out I bet you're wrong right it's just <laughs> it's just a weird and and now like at this time in history right this is the they're trying so hard to like push into the PS5 Xbox x series crap i can't remember what the hell they call those systems but the 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 next generation right Mm -hmm. but so many people still have ps4s because that console sold incredibly well that a lot of games still release on the ps4 so it's Mm -hmm. like oh coming now to ps5 also if you have a ps4 you can play it but the graphics won't be quite as good and it's like they never would have done that in this era because one the systems weren't backwards compatible and two they also wanted you to move on Right. Well, and also, too, I, I still remember uh, the game where I got a PS4 um, was I could bought Dragon Age Inquisition, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, this great PS4 game. It'll run on the PS3. And I played it for like an hour. And I said, you are technically correct. <laughs> the best kind of correct. Because I was like, it does run not worth a crap like the frame rate was dropping out like the the particle effects were garbage and i was like this this was made <laughs> to be played on the ps4 so yeah that is definitely something in in our current era where those those overlaps are are way more visible you know but i mean even with rc program 2 i remember um i played it because i i played it over at a friend's house who did not have a super nintendo mm. he had a nintendo and Live it so in the that's past. what we played yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just like go in there and it's 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 like everything from his house is from the 80s as opposed to from the 90s, you know, <laughs> it's just it's a uh, it's like Groundhog Day house. They're just trapped. <laughs> and it's like, oh, no, th- we still get new games for the Super Nintendo, but or for the Nintendo, we just can't ever advance in technology. Uh, here, Here's a, a quick summary for this game. Uh, Harvest Moon is a farming life sim that follows a young man charged with restoring the farm he inherits from his grandfather. Player can spend their time on daily tasks such as clearing land, tending crops, raising livestock, attending festivals, building relationships with villagers, and foraging. After several years, your parents eventually return to assess the job you've done, and the game just ends, like when they get back. Um, so that's that's what this game is, and I think it's important that we've now said that because after uh, we started playing this, I kind of had like a snap awake, panicked in the middle of the night moment where I went, "Oh no." I don't know if George has ever spent a single second of his life on a game like this. I wonder what he's going to think. This might be like shockingly contrasting. So from that moment on, I've kind of been like on pins and needles, like, Oh, I don't actually know what we're getting into here. So, so and this, this actually leads very nicely into my nostalgia experience for this, which is I, I have not played a game like this. I've played the Sims, you know, 
um, which is not 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 quite the same taste. I will say though, the game that I personally think has a, a taste very similar to this, Minecraft. Um, mm, that's fair. And yeah, it, it's because it is. And so I will be making a lot of comparisons of this game to Minecraft, which isn't fair, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, the, the nice thing, though, is it's not like I'm comparing this to The Last of Us or something like that. You know, it's it's I mean, Minecraft isn't, you know, some marvel of current, you know, processing in the sense of, you know, the graphics are just spectacular. they are literally made to not be spectacular for that reason. So um, but yeah, I think that, that it has that it, again. The thing with Minecraft is that, you know, there's a million different ways to play it. But if you play it on easy or peaceful, you know, it's very similar. You know, like you're, you're, as it says, you know, it's a life sim. You're going, you're getting resources. You pick the task you want to do. You slowly work towards that task. Um, so, yeah. So, but no, I, 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 I've not played a game like, like this. Uh, no, no Farmville, no Star Moon. Yeah. No, you got it. Just keep adding words there. Yeah. Star, Moon, <laughs> Earth. Yeah. God, no, Terra face. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. That was perfect. Um, I played this game. Uh, this is a game I borrowed from my my childhood friend. And uh, another revelation I had about halfway through playing this game was, huh? I bet he told me a lot about how to play this game that I didn't have to divine from playing the game myself. Betcha he did. And and I think that I'm glad I had that thought because it led me to like the bulk of my notes are centered around that concept. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, and <laughs> I don't know if that's going to improve or ruin my ability to uh, review the game since it's like, so kind of focused on that construct, but uh, this is a game I definitely borrowed. Um, but this is also the game that taught me to love this genre. Uh, weirdly, I have not played any of the sequels to this game, of which there are many, many, many sequels. Oh, no, I lied. I played part of one once because I rented it. And this this isn't a game you could beat in like an hour or two. So you, I, I just didn't didn't get to really get into them. Um, but there, there's a bunch. I have put literally hundreds of hours into Stardew Valley. So this is a genre that I'm like, I'm up on. Uh, but yeah. So uh, shall we show? Uh, so we shall. Uh, so if you're interested in what we're doing and you'd like to continue to support us, you can one, keep listening. Uh, but two, you can reach out to us. Uh, there's feedback form on the website. Uh, our Twitter handles are in the show notes. Uh, we're pretty easy to find. Uh, we, I stream, you don't do crap. I stream, uh, most of the games we play and I streamed, uh, most of this game, probably the, the vast majority of this game. Um, so you can go and see me kind of relax and not like be angrily swearing at a game for once, which was, you know, nice for me. Um, if you want to kind of go above and beyond just being part of the the listenership, you can leave a rating and review on the Apple podcasts. Uh, you can tell a friend word of mouth reviews are always super helpful. And we always appreciate when people do that. Uh, or if you want to go nuts, you can support us on Patreon and get access to the after show. Everyone who supports us on Patreon at any level gets the after show, which is just more of us sometimes talking about the game, sometimes just random stuff. Uh, but you get that at any level. And if you go up to the higher levels, then you can get your name shouted on the show. Like our eight bit classics, Yarno holder of a beautiful bag of seeds. Jason, keeper of a full watering can, Kevin, companion to a wonderfully faithful dog, and John, wielder of a sharpened scythe, and our 16-bit heroes, Jacob, 
owner of a hardy hammer. And Michael. Swinger of an adamantine axe. And our full 3D supporter, David. A ho. (laughs) (laughs) He's a ho. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm always happy with the ones where like you have to take a minute to laugh at. Yeah, just that was disarming. Well done, man. Thank I got you. I, no notes. To 10 Woo-hoo. out of 10. Um, awesome. Check that one off my list. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the audio visual stuff. Um, for me, this game is exactly as adorable as I remember it. And I think part of that is a function of how late in the Super Nintendo's life it came out because they really had what this system was capable of down pat by this point in history. Mm-hmm. So even though the graphics are not ultra detailed and they're not super real like they're not pushing the boundaries of what the super nintendo could do artistically right it's a very cutesy kind of um like almost like a pixel art interpretation of sort of anime looking characters uh but it's really pleasant like a lot of modern indie games i would say are aping this exact level of detail like this is the you know the this much noise in the foliage uh, the the dirt looks this gritty so that it's it's gritty looking but it's not too gritty you know the the tiles look like they have grout but they're not over the top noisy the the wood has like a wood texture but it's not super noisy like it's an incredibly hard line to walk when you have you know like 16 by 16 tiles so the fact that i i fired this game up and i was like oh it, this looks exactly the like exactly the way i remember it that's neat yeah no absolutely i think the game uh it it does look very good it definitely holds up to when you think of you know pristine snes graphics it it holds up to what you were thinking of it's very Mega Man x you know like those those types of games where you're like no this this is what because again they they had gotten down the art style as you kind of said so you know people making sprites of this resolution today would probably make it look like this, you know? Um, one of the things that it does visually, um, and it kind of does this through gameplay as well, and I'll touch on it there as well, but um, this game was all about diegetic everything. <laughs> I have, uh, in the gameplay section, one of my headings is extreme diegetic UI. <laughs> yes, right? And so so that's the thing. And so because it's a UI for like the visual, right? You know, it's that... Um, it it doesn't have like you, know, you have stamina. It doesn't show you stamina. It shows you that by literally how exhausted your sprite becomes over time. Um, you know, so at first when when I was frustrated because I was like, I don't I don't know how much my stam- stamina I have left. And I thought about it, I was like, well, but I I George don't know how much stamina I have left. You know, I don't have a stamina bar. I just keep working until all of a sudden I go to do the thing, and I'm like, oh wait, I I think I, I guess I'm done. You know. Um, it also doesn't show what's in your inventory. Um, that one I found a little bit more cumbersome uh, just because you don't know really which item you have equipped until you hold it up a la Zelda and do the da-na-na-na, you know? Like, <laughs> it, it, like, it is exactly that pose. Right. And so for me, in, in that sense, instead of flipping into that pose 15 times to be like, okay, what, what I've got? Okay, I've got my hoe equipped. Okay, well, actually, I don't want the hoe. I want the axe equipped. Okay, so I got the axe equipped. Walk out of the area. I do have the axe equipped, right? Well, let me press the button. Oh no, now I've got the hoe equipped. Okay, well, hit, 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 do, do, do the axe again. Um, 
and I'll get into that more in, in, in gameplay, but the, the, the reason why I think that in this case, I was like, I would have preferred a little bit of gamey breaking in the visual is because the visual of him holding it up like this mana from heaven to me became more gamey than just knowing what's in my inventory because to to the point i just made i don't know what my stamina is until i go to try to do a thing and i am exhausted just like the character i do kind of have a feel for what i'm carrying on my person and where it is in my tool belt Mm -hmm. so that one feels like one where even though the game can't very easily represent it you know i do keep a mental inventory of the stuff i have on me and when i reach into my pocket i don't pull everything out one by one and be like is this the thing i'm looking for i just find the thing I'm looking for and pull it out. So I feel like that could have been represented via the UI a little bit better. Yeah. I, I think it's uh, the Zelda in, or the, the link in Zelda wind waker where uh, when he done is out of a chest, he does the one hand and the camera is kind of like up at a sharp angle, looking down at him. So the, the mm-hmm. thing that's foremost in the camera is the thing he's holding. And that's yeah. basically the pose you do in this is like, I think the character's name is actually Jack, but you get to name yourself. Um, So he turns toward the camera and basically holds up the tool that is the currently now currently selected tool, because technically what you did is toggle from the tool you had selected to that tool. The only way to see the tool that is currently equipped without toggling is to, uh, if you hit select, Mm-hmm. effectively pauses the game but he does that same pose but it doesn't switch the tool he's holding so it's mm-hmm. it's a weird i i think you're right it's interesting that it's one of the few places where he really breaks the fourth wall to yeah. communicate information to you the player instead of having ui that shows the tool you have currently equipped it's like well we don't want that ui on screen all the time we want it to be like the super peaceful ui but you do need to know which tool you have equipped because sometimes it's destructive to not know which tool you have equipped. Right. So yes. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. That is like one of the places where the, the, the super diegetic UI like falls down the most. Um, something they did with, uh, Jack, that's not weirdly fourth wall breaking is, um, he has like a million billion frames of animation to the mm-hmm. point where, uh, you could go the whole game and not even see some of his custom frames of animation. Cause like he has a whole little thing for like, if you drink a beer, they call it juice, I think. But like, if you drink a beer, he like makes a little kind of drunk face and is like, Oh geez, like that went straight to my head. Right. And you might never see that. Um, if you go into the, the hot springs that are up on the mountain, like he has a little, um, like he puts on like a t- white towel and like jumps in the hot springs. Right. And so there's like little custom animations for that. All of the tools have custom animations. And then the gold versions of the tools have different custom animations and they have custom animations if you use them in the wrong place. So like if you hit a rock with the ax, he makes like a, ah, like, it, you know, it's supposed to be like, it's not going to work kind of face. And right. that just shows that it's sometimes it's too late for you to undo the thing you did, but it shows that how much they're trying to communicate just through his Mm-hmm. movements and expressions and it's like if you look at his sprite sheet it's probably a mile long right which is probably one of the reasons there's only like 12 people in the entire town because they all look super varied and eventually you run out of sprite space it is true um and to your point right is that if they have this mile long sprite sheet of all of these different animations um why not have you actually have the item out 
it's you're actively using you know like that, I'm gonna that guess, to me would, i'm gonna guess size constraints like it would look weird if you were holding a scythe out in front of you as you just walked around town i mean b- very well maybe but i think that um you know i, I would at least if I was in in charge of uh, of of shipping this game, I would at least be like, draw draw me a couple of an- frames of animation for this, just so that way I can see. If you're telling me it looks dumb, like pr- prove that one to me, because uh, again, <laughs> you know, to me is is it's just it, it would be so nice to know what is is your active tool at that time, you know. And and again, if they're going for this super immersive uh, UI, right? Uh, and, and the idea is it's like you are the, the dude, um, whatever you you named him. Uh, what you know? What would you name yourself? Oh, what did I name myself? Um, I'm blanking. But my, it was, not, it was a, you only have four clever. characters for everything that you're able to name. So my my name is boring. It's just Lion. Just oh. L-Y-O-N with no S. Uh, dude. 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 Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Because I want but, people to be like, hey, farmer, dude. Know, hey man hey dude it's like yeah man uh so super chill uh yeah so so is uh is you know the idea is that you are him right so again like i I don't know man when i (laughs) when i'm walking around with an axe i don't have it someplace where no one can see that i'm carrying an axe (laughs) right like i don't know where he's keeping it uh to where he can suddenly uh, capsule corp-esque summon it into his hand for the singular swing on the branch yeah, and then it's, immediately he's exactly <laughs> like link like the, the tool just comes out when he needs it and he done it and does it up in the air to show it to you like he's just he drew a lot of inspiration from zelda what? so i know that i know it was in an anime i'm sure it's in tons of different things but i remember watching this anime when i was a kid and loving it but i was too young to even know what anime was i was like eight you know so i didn't know the words to be like i want more of this please <laughs> but they they were um like samurai knights but they all had uh different um weapons on their shields and so like they would tap their shield and the weapon would like come out and then mm. they could use it i think it was a king arthur thing maybe i don't know um i mm. say all that to say uh that's what it is right he has like <laughs> tattoos of all of these different weapons and so he just pulls out the weapon from the tattoo to swing it and then places it back into the tattoo which is uh super useful if you're a farmer because farming tools are big and heavy (laughs) yeah but also if he had that kind of technology you know probably could spend his time better than farming (laughs) yeah he doesn't want to solve the world's problem he wants to be a farmer farm man you know Um, I want to uh, specifically call out the town music among the music because this is one of those songs that long into, you know, senility, like I will still be whistling the town tune to myself. I, I literally was doing it today, absentmindedly, while I was like playing soccer with one of my kids. I was just like, oh, I am whistling Harvest Moon right now, aren't I? Because something about that song just lodged itself way deep in my brain. Now, because I am an older, more seasoned gamer now, I was paying much closer attention to the other music. and. The fall music is weirdly bombastic in a way I was kind of annoyed by because there's so little to do in the fall and we'll get into that. But it's just the the spring has like springy music and the, the summer has like a little bit faster summery music and the town pretty much always has, I think, oh, literally always has the same song, except maybe at the festivals. Um, But the 
the fall and winter have fall and winter music and the fall music is just like kind of bombastic and it's like a little too crunchy i was like none of you are as good as the town music like over <laughs> overall i would say the game has pretty good music and i i, I enjoyed most of the the tune skis because i mean they're just background noise all, all the time um but the town music man i just that that town music will follow me to my grave and if there is any kind of afterlife long beyond yeah no i the, the main note that i have for the music is just it, it is all the, the or at least all the music i really experienced um very chill you know like there's <laughs> uh and and again i believe that you know in, in a game like this uh the main purpose of the music is to pace set the pace right because uh, one one thing that I learned um, when I did musical theater in high school is that <laughs> you tend to take actions based off of your heart rate, you know? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we always did, our dance teacher was always saying was slow down, slow down, because as you were dancing, your heart rate would increase and you would get off tempo because you would be, instead of being one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, like, like you, you would just <laughs> speed up because you get so, you know, um, so so antsy about it so i say that to say that you know the purpose of music in many of these types of experiences is to set your heart rate you know so the all the music in this is is very low tempoed music you know so it's just even if it's a little bit louder or a little bit softer is it's all very calming music (laughs) what i would love to see and if any of our listeners want to do this for me i'd really appreciate it is just take a clip of harvest moon and a clip of of doom 2016 and just switch the music for it because that that'd be delightful but again you know it would really highlight the uh difference I, in, uh, uh, in tone i do have the pc version of doom 2016 um which means mods are available so <laughs> maybe maybe i can help make this be a part of your life i've never modded a game before but i would love to put the music from harvest moon <laughs> into doom 2016 <laughs> Just like as you're like running around killing demons, do 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 do. This is your first time playing this game, and you still had that music, right? Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, oh, man, it's so good. I love it. Um, the uh, the sound effects, I, I'll give a, a nod to because uh, it's their function is mostly mechanical in, but they're they're inoffensive. Like they're they're good little sound effects. But um, I like that when you hit something with the axe that the axe will work on. It makes a different noise than if you hit something with the axe, the axe won't work on did it with the hammer. Uh, if you try to cut down grass that is too short, the scythe makes a whooshing noise, whereas it makes like a swishing noise when it actually does cut the grass down and you don't need, I mean, the visuals would communicate a hundred percent of the information. Like you don't need the sound effect, but it just, this world for all of its silly cartooniness is supposed to feel realistic by the standards of this universe. And so I just, I like those kinds of little consistencies that always bugs me when they leave that stuff out. Cause like, you don't necessarily notice it consciously, but it does just feel weird when things don't, you know, I, I, I hit the log with a, an ax and it makes like, it's a kind of patangy sort of noise, but it's supposed to be like the metal of the ax ringing. And if you mm-hmm. smash it on a rock, it makes a very different noise. And like yeah you can see that no matter how many times you hit the rock with the axe you're not chopping it down so it's mechanically not like oh thank god for the sound effect but it just makes the world feel like yeah i'm out you know chopping wood and this is the sound that it makes and that's the sound i'm hearing like that's 
that would be my life if I'm out chopping wood all day, day after day. It's like you would hear that sound a lot. So it's just nice to have, even though they're video gamey sounds that aren't hyper realistic, they're at least realistic within the bounds of the rules of the universe. Uh, agreed. And and also too, just kind of anything that that especially in a game where it's you're working with sprites, anything additional affordances you can do to be like, hey, that's not the thing you need to do is uh, super nice. You know, it was kind of like whenever somebody be uh, working with the iron staff in Kung Fu and you hear that wong, oh. like, ha, ah, uh, how are your shins, man? Yeah. You doing all right? Uh, you, it, you, you, you're bruised. You're swelling already. Yeah. Because right when, right when you hear that, everybody would stop what they were doing, look around and look for the person who was down on their, on their one knee, grabbing their shin. It's like, it was him. Yeah. I was yeah, that's the yeah, doing the, the Peter Griffin, like, ah, oh, God, that hurts so much. I know. Right. But yeah, so so you know, and and even earlier today, I was uh, it, interestingly working on chopping wood with Teddy. I was teaching him how to use a uh, an axe and a machete, and uh, and you know, I was um, uh, swing swinging on the thing, and at one point, I just I hit it wrong, and it made that kind of like whing noise, you know. <laughs> and Teddy was like, "Oh, that was a good one." I'm like, "Actually, Teddy, that's the sound it makes when you did it wrong." You know? No, that was a fun sound. That means yeah. bad. Yeah, it means that my hand hurts more, and I <laughs> and I thought, and and out of the thousand hit whacks that I had to take with this hand before it gave out, I just lost ten of them in that one hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, yeah, it's I, a stamina I drainer. Yeah, yeah, no. When you're like, ah, but anyways, uh, yeah, that gameplay. Yeah, um, I mean, the first thing I have is about the insanely diegetic UI. Is that where you might like to start? Uh, we can start there. Um, the, the 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 main thing that I I'm going to go on a, a a rant about is the uh, tutorial. Um, uh, yeah. So, but, um, but let's let's do the UI thing first. <laughs> so the 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 diegetic UI is pervasive in a way. I'm not sure I can think of another game with this many mechanics that has this opaque of a UI, like. To say the game does not tell you what's going on mechanically under the hood is like the grossest of understatements. So here's here are some examples of things that there is no way in universe to determine unless you actually have the information happening to the character on screen. The time of day, the weather, uh, the status of your crops, the health of your livestock, the condition of your farm, the affection levels of the the bachelorettes, the, the women in town that you can marry, your stamina, basically everything. Like, if you want to know what the weather is like, you either watch the news and it tells you what the weather is going to be tomorrow or you go outside, right? On days where it's raining, you can hear the rain on the roof. But again, like that's diegetic UI, right? It's It's being given to you in a way that's consistent in the universe. What tool do I have right now? Hold it up in the air, right? Like how much stamina do I have? How tired do you look? What time of day is it? How bright is it outside? Like it's all up to and including the point that until you upgrade the house the first time, you don't have any way to check the time. When you upgrade your house the first time, they gift you a, they say clock, but I think they mean watch. Um, Mm -hmm. Because then when you hit select and it does the pseudo pause menu, then it tells you what time it is. And that's even that is done in a way that's like kind of pseudo diegetic because it's in a text box, obviously. Um, but if it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, since the shipper comes at five at three o'clock, he says, oh, it's three o'clock. 
did I forget to ship anything today? And like at five o'clock, it's like, oh, it's five o'clock. I'm getting kind of tired, right? So like there's even just gaining the ability to know what time it is is still presented in this like over the top diegetic way. Like there's, there's no inventory screen. There's no way to see uh, how many seeds you have. Like if you pick up the bag of tomato seeds in the summer, one bag and a thousand bags looks exactly the same. There is no way to tell until you run out of seeds. Like there's just none. There's no UI. Everything is communicated to you through the game universe, which, and this is where like, I will, I will take a breath. Uh, but I thought that was super neat and probably experience ruining to someone who has never played this game before. But of course I have. Right. So I was like, Oh, (laughs) this may actually be a little underdone, right? Like they, you maybe should have not gone quite so hard on the diegetic UI because for what I think you're about to talk about with the tutorials, like this kind of assumes you're either willing to do a ton of experimentation or that someone else, like in my case has told you what to do. So yeah. Yeah. Tutorial. Yes. So first of all, um, the game punishes experimentation. Uh, just (laughs) while I'm thinking about that, uh, because, uh, uh, you know, I, I did, I didn't know how to plant seeds, right? Because, it could happen a million different ways. I certainly didn't know that each bag was a one-use item where you twirl around like a maniac and throw seeds in a, a six pattern, right? You know? Yeah, it's a, um, like a three-by-three three grid, right? I think it's a, a at least the one that I, well, you know, it might it might have been because uh, when I was planting seeds, I just had a long two-by, oh, you know, yeah. two-by yeah, forever. So, if, so. If, if you have tilled a nine, you know, a three-by-three three grid, you would plant seeds into all of them. You are incentivized not to do that because once the crop can't water the middle one, right? Right, which is why every single person online has the the nine by the three by three missing one mm-hmm. chunk out of it. And it. Like the minute the minute as, as I was going online to, to figure out how to play this game, and I saw that pattern <laughs> a handful of times, I'm like that must be the optimal way to do this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so no, so so yes, you can experiment, but the game wildly punishes you for for doing so. Um, uh, that is what it is. Uh, so, so the the tutorial, it is. It, I literally have this as my. This was my third note for the game. The town tutorial is fucking insufferable, and here's why: <laughs> it's because basically is is what they do is they say you know hey uh, you you want to come play this cool farming simulator? I'm like yeah man let's do it you know and they even have a how to play where you can look at it and be like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, you get like the 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 thing and and then you can tell and pick up, oh, okay, I think I got the gist of it, you know? It's like, all right, man, like, let's go play. Well, I mean, first, you know, watch your parents abandon you. Okay. And now um, now you got to, you get, you get into your house. Okay. Well, now you got to come with me in town. Okay. So now you're in town. Okay. So now that you're in town, go talk to people. Go. I suggest you go talk to the townsfolk, you know? And so then you go and I'm like, all right, I, I talked to a few people. Let me, let me go start to play around with this so I can understand what questions I have. Right? No, I suggest you talk to more townspeople. I suggest you talk but, to more townspeople. And, and the thing is you actually don't have to talk to everyone, but there is nope. a certain list of people you must talk to. There is. And one of the people on that list is hidden behind a door within a door, you know? So <laughs> yes, yeah. if, if you, 
if you don't know where that is, and I didn't, and you don't specifically look for them, and I didn't, I spoke to everyone in the town at least three times to the point where eventually I, I was combing it, you know, sight line by sight line to make sure I'm like, who am I missing? This game is effectively soft locked for me until eventually I went into an area and I was like, I've, I've been in there. I've talked to Oh crap, there's a door in the north. Hang on. And then I went in there and that's where that person happened to be. It, look, if you're going to give me 6 out of 12 villagers I got to talk to, every single one of them should be on the main the main area unless you need me to go into one of the shops and they, in that case put them in that shop and put them front and center, you know? This you, is the person you I, need to talk to. I have played this game many times for many many hours on this playthrough and it it's on Twitch so you can go see it before the video expires. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. There was one person that I was just like, where the hell? I I know I've gone in every building. I talked to every, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't remember who it was that I missed, but I was, I had the exact same experience. And I was like, Oh Jesus Christ. Like if I'm having this experience, like what must George be going through? Oh, I was, I, I was, I was uh, not, not pleased at that particular cross section of time. And, and honestly, like once I figured it out and got back to the thing, I was like, you know what? That will be a good starting point next game. And I put it down because I was like, I am <laughs> very angry right now. Yeah. And, and, and I'm and not. Is, and it's it's the first thing you do. You must do it, right? It's yep. because that's the only, again, it's all diegetic UI. So how do you learn how to play the game? The people in town literally tell you, here are the rules of the universe. So you, they force you to do it. Like that's how they gate you on it. But whew, <laughs> if you're missing that so, one person before you want to leave the tutorial area, like it is very frustrating. It is. And so so here's the thing that it does is that this is an incredibly front loaded tutorial, right? You are not allowed to play the game until you have read the manual, right? They force you to sit down and read the manual. My problem with that, and now to be fair, this is something that schools do, you know, like so <laughs> let's not, not look saying, to American public education for the right way to teach people. <laughs> I'm I'm not, but I am saying that people who's industries whose job it is to teach people screw this up you know so i'm not saying that you know like like i'm not calling out this game as being the only thing in the world to ever make this mistake but the thing is that you can't teach me about a thing with no context for the thing especially for no context on how that information is going to be viable valuable or used you know so basically when i go into town they're like hey uh make sure that you only plant crops in the appropriate season okay what do seasons look like? How often do they come? I mean, you know, like how many seeds? Can I buy seeds in the wrong season? If so, is there like a list somewhere? You know, like, do you have any? You know, I was like, I have a million follow-up questions, but I have no frame of reference for what you're talking about. You've given me information, but the information is right now effectively meaningless, right? It's just like the same way they say in, in, in all business things, like it sucks, but if you have to give somebody good, bad news, Lead with the bad news, then give your reasoning of the bad news, right? So if you have to term somebody, you have to say, unfortunately, we have to, you know, uh, we have to sever your uh, uh, agreement with this company effective immediately. Now, here's why. But if you start saying, you know, profits have been lower and this and they're like, I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about, right? This game suffers from that horribly. And then the problem is that once you do that like once you're like okay fine i get i got it i guess i don't know uh and then you go back into the game if you don't got it you're you're in trouble you know because the game doesn't really have any way to go back and get a lot of that information or an easy way to say i am struggling with this particular issue how do i solve it here are some things they could have done better 
Um, because that's the thing is I get that they want to stick with the diagenesis. Just imagining you like unfurling a scroll. <laughs> like, I, I have here a list. Well, because literally this was this was to me the number one issue I had with the game. And unfortunately, it it like cancerously pervaded the entire experience because if I don't even know, because again, we're we're not allowed to do research. And I, I will admit in as little as I could, I had to break that rule in order to make the game playable. You well, know? And, and I do, I don't know if we've ever explicitly discussed this, but looking up how to do something in a game to me is the internet era of, I asked my friend, which right. I'm actually fine with what I'm not, what I, I know we both agree, like would count as research is if you were like, Oh, the, the music in this is interesting. Like I'm going to look up who the composer is and I'm going to look up like other things that they've done. So I can go like that starts to become research because then if you find out like, and I don't know this, but like say the composer was this for this was the same as the composer for Mega Man X. Like you have very fond association with Mega Man X. Like that would skew your feelings about the music in this because now you have positive feelings about the composer. Right. So like just saying like, Hey, Frankie, like on the playground, like, hey, yeah. Frankie, how the hell do you plant seeds? And if you just do that via Google, like I'm 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 fine saying right now that that's fine. Well, and, and that's the thing is that to me, I, I kind of use it as like a a <laughs> if I say, you know, hey, I can I can put up, you know, 275 on the bench press. Right. And, you know, I, I'm i sitting there struggling and you tap the bar twice to get me like just past that little bit and I'm able to throw it up. I'm like, I about 275 is what I can do. 274 you, and a half. Yeah, if you grab the thing and like, you know, <laughs> to heft it, heft it back onto the bar. And I'm like, yeah, man, 275. You can laugh at me. Right. Yeah, so yep. to me, it's it, it's how it's how heavy is the lift, basically. Like how how much research do I have to do to bridge the gap? Any amount, in my opinion, is is a poor reflection on the game because the game hasn't led me to where I need to go on on its own merit. I had to go to somebody on the playground. Right. Totally fair. So. So if I have to go to somebody on the playground and be like, can you come home with me and play this game with me? Because I don't know how to play it. Like that's, that's worse. Right. Um, so I get that this game wants to keep its diegetic UI. Right. But the thing is that, you know, people learn better a, when they have a context and B slowly over time, take portal, right. Can you imagine if portal had a tutorial that functioned like this, where it was just a huge big old body of text on how portals work and how physics work. And it was delivered to you all before you had touched a portal gun, you know, yeah, I would I would almost argue that the tutorial in Portal is the same concept but a far superior execution, right? It is we're going to as much as possible give you the tutorial in universe, right? It's not like yeah. here's a picture of the controller on screen with arrows pointing to the buttons right. saying what each of the buttons does, right? It's it's a super in universe tutorial um but it's not this right it's not the hyper front-loaded text now go test your knowledge by the way you're not going to get any feedback from the people who gave you the information you're only going to get feedback from your assessment of your performance which right as someone who's worked in education for my entire career it's not a good way to do it no and on top of that you know portal inherently has gating mechanics which this game doesn't really have i mean you can just sit there and do nothing the entire game and think that it's you know weird (laughs) weird rock throwing simulator and the game will let you do that so, um, okay, we need to circle back to that, but please go on. Okay, so the so here's here's what I I think two two at least two things they could have done is if they want to have that big blocky front ended tutorial, fine. 
Um, but what they can then do is say like, you know, you have days, right? So, and you clearly have somebody who stops by to pick up packages every day, right? Maybe that person's a fellow farmer and maybe they can give you information every day as time goes on. Like, Hey, looks like, and and especially because that would then make sense in universe. I don't know whether or not the game would have had the capability to do this, but I think that it would be able to do some basic guesses and checks, you know, or if it's like it's day five and they have planted no seeds, you know, yeah, let's talk this, to them about that. Yeah, like the guy will show up like, hey, hey, du- hey, my dude, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like, you know, it looks like you're having some trouble planting some seeds. Do you want to go over that? You know, and it's just like, yeah, sure. Tell me about it. It's like, sure. So here's how you go about doing that. Right. And then also to a newspaper, right? You know, like just a newspaper that can j- just shows up on the screen. You know, like you, you wake up and it just says like, you know, 4th of April. So one, that'll take care of like what year you're in, what month, you know, what season is coming up. And then also too, it's like, hey, you know, farmers, don't forget to do thing A. And even if it wasn't a newspaper, it could be even like the uh, the farmer's almanac, right? You know, like that's what you check every morning as part of your routine, you know? And so it doesn't have to be insufferable. It could just show up on the screen. And if you hit X immediately to say like, yeah, no, I got it. Then great, you know, then that's, but you know, like at least those two things can one, one can slowly feed you the information as you need it, right? The almanac, right? And then two, the other person can be the, the, the your neighbor can come and check on you when you have gone so far afield. They're like, are you sure this is how you want to play this game? It's like, yeah, this is how I want to play it. Shut up, go away. It's like, all right, I'll leave you alone. You know, but either or ideally, <laughs> both of those two things would have been helpful. So something I, w- I want to be clear about, because this was uh, news to me, um, as far as this genre goes, and I haven't confirmed this, but I am fairly sure this is actually the first game of this type. So hmm. what that means is, even though this came out super late in the Super Nintendo's life cycle, from a game genre, do we understand how to make a good version of this kind of game? The answer is no, right? This is right. this has got more in common with Super Mario Brothers place as a platformer where it was like, oh, because, I mean, this genre went on to be very, very successful, right? There's Animal Crossing. This series is still running. A new one came out recently. So, Mm -hmm. like, uh, this is, whether or not you think it's any good, but, like, this game has more in common with the original Super Mario Brothers on the Super Nintendo than it does with a lot of its contemporaries because it was breaking new ground as a genre, even if it was not breaking new ground, like, technologically. So, the problem with that (laughs) is... They did a lot of what you are saying. The problem in their game design is you did not know it. There's a calendar on the wall that you can go and check. In the tool shed, there's a set of instructions that tell you how every tool works, right? But you have to know, and someone does tell you. But if you miss that single line of dialogue, you will never hear that single line of dialogue again, right? The the shipping guy doesn't stop and say, hey, I noticed that you've been here for six seasons and you haven't shipped a single tomato yet. Like, what's <laughs> what's going on, my dude, right? So, like, yep. there's all of the information is technically present, but it's missable or worse, it's like a line of dialogue in the original tutorial that you can miss and then maybe never go back to or you get like a rephrased version of it under certain circumstances. So they were, on the one hand, they were thoughtful about saying like, we need to include this information. What they were kind of fell on their face about was 
oh, but what happens if someone misses it? Or what happens right. if they got the information, but they didn't understand it, or they didn't remember it, or they didn't really process it in the way they expected? And to that, I would argue there is no answer, right? The assumption is, okay, you got it, right? And it's like, no, I don't got it. Great. Have a good farm. And it's like, no, yeah. I, I actually, I'm sorry. I actually said I didn't get it. And it's like, nah, sorry, I'm, I'm leaving. My bus is actually already here. I'll, I'll talk to you never because this yep. tutorial is now over. And I think that's very frustrating as like someone who has super fond memories of this game is it's like, oh, this game is opaque as hell. Like it's so yeah. opaque. Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, that's the, and, and you know, to be fair, I did eventually find the the manual that says, you know, here's how all these different things work. I'm like, okay, this is this is helpful, but again, it doesn't really redirect you if you feel you might have screwed something up. So, uh, I I went in and I, you know, grabbed my uh, axe and I chopped some wood. And I'm like, okay, I got that down. Uh, hammer, hammered some rocks. All right, got that. Um, bag of seeds, used it inside, and <laughs> screwed. That was it. Yeah, you know, gone. and I was like, they're gone. You know, and I was like. Oh God. Um, uh, okay. I guess I've got to go back into town and get more seeds because again, at this point, I didn't know you could fish and sell fish to get money. I was like, I now have 300 or 500 gold. Right. And, uh, and a bag of seeds is 300 gold. So I'm like, I can screw. So the game allows you to screw this up once, you know? And, and again, like I didn't even get a lot of information from that screw up only that the bags are one use items and they throw seeds around and i just by inherent knowledge of how video games work and honestly by inherent knowledge of how minecraft works i knew that the <laughs> land had to be tilled beforehand right so i was like all right i'm gonna go out to where i tilled the land and try again and he threw them around i was like okay i've got six units of seed now right but now i'm like terrified because clearly this game isn't in the business of holding your hand right and I the one thing that I my main takeaway that everyone won't shut the hell up about is like for the love of God, do not grow crops in the wrong season, man. It, <laughs> it is going to mess you up. Nothing, it, they won't grow. They just won't grow. And I'm like, okay, what season is it? Like, I I don't know. I I know it's probably not winter and probably not autumn, but I don't know whether or not they're gonna like what the difference between spring, summer. I mean, if we're in Florida, it's all gonna look the same, right? You know, so so I was like, okay, so I mean, I'm guessing spring, uh, maybe summer, but 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 probably spring. Okay, uh, so I'm I'm gonna go buy some tomatoes. So I planted those, and 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 they're in the thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to assume that I need to water them at some frequency. So, and that was right. And and I did actually guess accurately of once per day because that's how often it evaporates, right? It goes back to the old animation. Yeah, so all again, that's fine. All, all diegetic, right? You see the color right. of the dirt gets darker because it's wet and then it's lighter yep. when it needs to be watered. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm assuming that I got to water it again. Okay. Um, day one goes by, no change. Two, three, four, five, no change, right? Because they don't grow until after eight days, right? I looked it up, you know? And so I was like, so it, but literally at that point, I'm like, I've, I have gotten the wrong seeds and I've planted them in the wrong season and I've spent all of my gold doing so. The game is now trashed. Like I would have, I, I need to restart my, my save file because I have painted myself into a corner. None of that's true. This was nope. a very solvable problem. Yeah. But you can go fish, you can get berries. Like there, you are never completely cut off from money except. In the winter, in the winter, you can get yourself into a situation where you have spent all your money and you have no way to get more money. Um, 
but it doesn't matter because then when spring comes, you could go fish if you absolutely had to. Right. So, uh, so yeah, very, very solvable problem. But at the time I was like, I, I, I guess I'm done. And this is, this is when I texted you. I was like, what am I missing something? Because I think <laughs> that, I think I've just turned this game into throwing rocks into the pond simulator, you know, like, cause I, I don't know what to do next. And so, um, and so, and, and I actually, I, I did a little math. Um, so <laughs> it takes, it takes eight days to grow tomatoes. Um, you, you mean spring potatoes, whatever, spring, I don't know. spring potatoes, summer tomatoes. Okay. Yes. Um, matters. <laughs> <laughs> let me have this. <laughs> um, but, uh, the, the, the day night cycle, um, I believe that the, the day take, uh, day night cycle takes about, uh, six minutes to go through. Uh, it's, it's 12 hour days and it's 15 seconds per hour. Okay. That sounds about right. I'm not going to, I can't check the math and talk to you. At the same time. <laughs> um, and I'm going to prioritize talking to you, but anyway, so, so let's, let's just say five minutes to make the math easy. Right. Um, so that, that means that it takes 40 real life minutes for crops to go from seeds to fully, fully grown, right. To, yeah. to harvestable. It, assuming you stay awake for the entire day, you don't go anywhere where time stops and you go to sleep exactly when the day ends. Yes. Right. I mean, I mean, it, which, which is an average day in spring and summer. So yes. Right. So that, that's a not insubstantial amount of like real life time. again, to give you time to second guess, am I doing this right? You know, so and and again, the game doesn't really offer you any feedback to the best of my knowledge during that time to be like, no, you're doing it right, champ. You know, um, I I believe if I remember correctly, they, there are different animations that show them growing. You know, but they're it's like every couple of days, right? So they're right. like the the potatoes, for example, may have like there's seeds, seedling, mature plant, and then harvestable plant, but those are two or three days spread apart, depending on how long the growing cycle is and how well you've been taking care of them. Because if you miss a day of watering, they didn't grow that day. Right. Um, and that's the thing too, is that they say like, you got to water them every day. It's like, so if I don't do, they die. And the answer is no, but a reasonable yeah, yeah, thought, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and again, like to compare this to Minecraft and Minecraft, it has a very similar mechanic, but the nice thing with Minecraft is that even after one day, you will see, some type of growth. So all the different plants will grow. Like, let's say I plant a row of like 30 potatoes, right? They're, they're all going to be harvestable. Let's say in, let's say in eight days in, in game to keep it, uh, keep it the same, right? They, some of them will show some growth after a day, sometimes moments after you plant them. Right. But like, they'll show like something, you know, mm. so you can be like, okay, I, I, I did it right. You know? Um, after a very short amount of time, you know, as opposed to this one where it, it, it takes a little while before you're like, did, did, I, did I do this right? You know, so and and again, it, so so yeah, so like I said, not to, to beat the dead horse, but that that was kind of my experience with all of this super cool in concepts, <laughs> the idea of a, of a diegetic everything. Um, but uh, man, you got to you got to really I mean, again, <laughs> to your point, Portal has diegetic everything. Yeah, but uh, it it. it, it a master class in it you know this is not like it's this not, not it's that. not yeah it's not chewing gum and walking at the same time this is you know chewing gum and and, and juggling chainsaws at the chain yeah. at the same time yeah. doable on a, on a unicycle <laughs> <laughs> made out of fire yeah. so um 
so something I want to quickly mention just to make sure uh, I don't forget is we obviously played the US version of the game. Um, the translation is not very good. So when you layer the fact that some of the things people say are a little opaque on top of the overall intentional opaqueness of the game design, it it there are things that I think a reasonable person could say, I learned this about this game exclusively through trial and error, not through the people in universe giving me this information or the the guidebook in the the tool shed or whatever giving me this information. Like I, I learned this exclusively through trial and error because it it's sometimes the the translation lets you down and that's a bummer because in Japanese there might be a little like a little bit less of a layer of oh I am completely cut off from reality here and it's like oh well this one person is supposed to be telling you about that thing it's just in the English translation it's it's not great um the the thing that I want to uh circle back to is you said throwing rocks into the pond simulator and uh, you said that in our chat and I went, yeah, like it's a, it's a farming sim. Like do, do whatever you want, grow crops or don't take care of the farm or don't raise livestock or don't like, which is when you think about it compared to video games in general, but the, the games we have reviewed for nostalgia goggles, it's like, Oh, this game doesn't care what you want to do. Like in that sense, I would say it's a lot like Minecraft, right? There are win conditions and there are failure states, right? Ideally, you clear the whole farm, you, you know, grow crops, uh you have to upgrade your house twice if you want to get married and then have kids. So, you know, once to get married and then another time to have kids and like your father yells at you if he comes and you, you haven't had any children and like the people in town kind of like bust your chops. If you uh, like, aren't really taking care of the farm, but like if you are fine with that, uh, you can Tokaido your way through this whole game, right? You can just do whatever, like you could do nothing all day long. And then when the bar opens at 6 PM, you could go and you could get super drunk. And then like, that's the life you choose to lead. And that would be a perfectly acceptable way to play harvest moon. The problem is that's not really communicated in a way that I think has stood up to the test of time, right? Nowadays, like today, if I said, oh, hey, uh, you should check out Stardew Valley or you should check out Minecraft. It's like, you just kind of do whatever you want. Like, there's sort of no rules. There's no end boss. Like, you just kind of do whatever you want. Most people would be like, oh, yeah, Minecraft, Stardew Valley. Like, yes, yeah, so I, I sort of get it. But this, like, back in 1996 slash 97 to say, um, oh, have you played this game? And it's like, oh, cool. What do you do in that game? And it's like, sort of whatever you want. Like, you want to farm? You can farm if you want. It's like, oh, what if you don't want to farm? Then you don't farm. And like, you can still play and finish the game without farming a single crop a single time. And your father would then come and yell at you. And your mom is like crying and disappointed in your failures. But the game throwing rocks in the pond simulator is a 100% valid way to play this game. And that's wild, right? It's really weird to imagine like, oh, you can either play Super Mario World by saving the princess or by seeing how many Yoshis you can yeet into a pit. Like, 
no one would say those are equally valid ways to play Super Mario World based on the design of Super Mario World. Like in the meta sense, you could play it however you want as a game, like do whatever is fun. But no one would say that is the correct way to play Super Mario World. Throwing rocks into a pond simulator is a correct a correct way to play Harvest Moon, and that's neat. Like it's weird, but it's kind of awesome. I don't know if we've played another game where it's like in universe the game is like i don't know live the life you want to live i so i agree with that completely i think that um that there were very few games i mean like you said this game very well may be the first the one where it's just the same man do, do whatever you want um but i do think that and again that the main game i have to compare this to is minecraft the main thing to me that that decoupled minecraft from an overall goal is currency there's no currency in Minecraft, you know, there's a currency here, right? So now all of a sudden it, it, that really consider resources. It's like a barter system in Minecraft. Like you trade resources for the thing you want to exist. I mean, kind of vaguely, but I mean, in the sense that like you, I guess there's an economy in Minecraft. There isn't a currency, I think is technically, but, but there's really no other people, you know, like, unless you're playing unless you are hosting a group of people you know so so oh sorry i mean economy in the like i have a thing and i want a different thing can i turn the thing i have into that thing not like an exchange between individuals right but but most of the time turning that thing into it into the other thing requires like an action you know so so it's not like i am trading wood for sheep you know or whatever right thank you for Um, going there (laughs) <laughs> is it's like oh well i need um i need a pickaxe right so first i need to go get wood and i will turn wood into wood planks and then with planks into sticks and then cobblestone and make that into a pickaxe right you know so it's it's more like you are crafting the thing which is technically an exchange of, of goods to finish product um but it, you, you're you're crafting things to mine with and mining things to craft with you know <laughs> Um, so, uh, so I think though that, that again, introducing the, the money portion of it, right. Is that in most games and again, you know, does the game tell you to do this? No, but when, (laughs) when everything's, when, when the, the, the UI is diegetic and the points don't matter, right. Uh, you kind of have to go off of whatever pre-existing knowledge you have. And typically, uh, if money is in the universe, getting money is a goal you know or it will at least make the game way easier right you know so i was like oh okay i need to be earning money you know because again the 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 issue is a lot of times especially with games like this you don't know if that's going to be a problem until maybe after it's already a problem right you know so it's like i i know i need gold i know i've seen tons of places where i can exchange gold for stuff i don't know what any of that stuff is yet but i'd like to be able to buy it someday um because i'm sure it has a purpose you know so uh, so i think that that was the thing that that took me away from play it however you want to i need to be earning money you know well and this is uh someplace i would argue the game does nothing in universe to convey this and where it damages its ability to hold up is by this time in history a lot of things like that like oh if there's a number money i want the number to be higher acquire more money right like that's that's been a video gamey thing since video games i mean the first video game pong had a score right because it's 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 mirroring like table tennis which is a, a, a game where there's a winner and a loser so video games have always had make the numbers go higher and to essentially say i don't know 
What if you didn't make the numbers go higher? Or what if you made them only go as high as you needed to to accomplish the things you care about? Because depending on how good you are at this game, you can make money inconsequential fast. Like if you Mm -hmm. know how to maximize your resources, you can get to the point where money is, you never have to think about how much money you have, like in the first year, right? It's just, I mean, most people are not hyper optimizing because that's not the, like the vibe the game is going for, but (laughs) there aren't secret things that are only attainable. If you have large amounts of money and you can very early on in the game, buy everything that is worth buying, right? Like you can buy cows and then instead of buying more cows, you just get the cows pregnant. You can buy chickens and then you don't have to buy any more chickens. You just hatch their eggs, right? You can, uh, in the summer, the crops are self-propagating. So you only have to buy one set of corn or tomatoes because then as long as you continue to water them, they continue to produce fruit. So like you can, (laughs) you can double upgrade your house and then you don't even have to upgrade the tools. You you upgrade the tools through the narrative. Like things happen in universe where someone's like, oh, can I borrow your hammer? And if you say yes, they're like, thanks, I'll return it in even better condition than I borrowed it. And like, that's how you get the upgraded hammer, right? No money involved. It's all like a narrative driven thing. So you, the player saying, oh, well, I, I can acquire money, so I should acquire money. No, No one in the game says don't do that, right? Because it is valid but you would very quickly find out like oh there's nothing for me to buy i'm the richest farmer on earth and there, <laughs> and, and i can do nothing with it you're ron swanson yeah <laughs> yeah right <laughs> completely self-sufficient tons of money that you don't use you know yeah um the, the the last note that i have and this is this is just kind of minor um is uh only having two items in your inventory i think is silly um i i just it's it's I get it again, you know, it's like, oh, well, uh, I guess, how are you carrying all this stuff, you know, but to me is it's like, well, I've I've got, I've got a satchel, like a long satchel that I've got slung over my shoulder that has (laughs) my sledgehammer and it has my axe and it has my scythe and it has everything and and I'm carrying my water. What do you call like, like an ammo belt that has like shotgun shells in it? An ammo belt? I think, at least that's what I always called it. It's called, isn't it called like a, like a, it's like a Bundero or a something it, ha- it um, has oh yeah but yeah i know what you're talking yeah about. but it, it's like that but instead of shotgun shells like you have like the handle of the scythe and the handle of the hoe and the the handle of the bandolier axle. bandolier thank you um yeah i was way off except for the b sound but like, yeah but when you said the b sound i was like oh yeah. no yeah uh, no, uh, it's, about. <laughs> it's in there somewhere but yeah just like all slung so you would look like those fan art of link with the giant yep. overstuffed backpack yeah, and and that's the thing is that I could I could see if you had like a million things on you, but you know, again, like to me saying, all right, I want to, I just want to carry these four items on me, you know, um, and again, you know, I, I, what I literally have written down is they have shoulder buttons for a reason, you know, <laughs> so just just let me carry the four main items I'm going to be using all the time and let me cycle through them with the shoulder buttons so that way I can just quickly say, yeah, I want to go bust some rocks now, so don't make me like a moron walk all the way back to the shed. I mean, I, I, I lived on not like a true farm, but we had some acreage, we had some horses and things like that. And you take all of the tools out with you. Like my stepdad used to make fun of me when I would leave a tool in the shed and had to walk all the way back to go get it. He's like, take them all out with you. What is wrong with you? You know? And so 
did I have them all in my person at any given time? No, but when I'd walk more than 10 feet, I would collect them all and take them where I'm going. Now, that doesn't really hold in a game like this because you'd be, one, you could lose the tool in the ether, you know, and then it's gone forever. And <laughs> and, and in this in this situation, you'd just be screwed as opposed to having your father yell at you for losing the tool, you know. <laughs> um, but that being said, is that that's why I'm just kind of like, you know what, but if, if that was a situation, I have like basically a giant duffel bag that, you know, whenever I'm actively using the tool, I pull it out of the duffel bag, I'd use it, I'd toss it back into the duffel bag and then go on to wherever I'm going next, which would be simulated by just having it, having them all on you at all times and using the shoulder buttons to rotate through them. Yeah, I mean, I can't, like, no notes. Like, I can't argue (laughs) with what you're, like, I think in-universe, the feeling they're going for is exceptionally consistent. The convenience would be worth violating a little bit of reality it would just right. it would just be worth it it just would yep um because because like we've <laughs> said before is that you know playing a video game for a reason if i if i wanted a perfect simulation of reality i would go out and do yard work you know because then <laughs> right. then when i was done i'd i'd have yard work done you know <laughs> so um th- there are a few things i just want to quickly mention um just because i i think they're like weird quirks of this particular installment in this uh series and in this genre um night is eternal so like once nighttime arrives that's it time stops and Mm. i think that may actually not have been a thing they broadly considered and here's why you do eventually run out of stamina but there are certain tasks that don't require stamina, like picking, picking up, rocks up rocks and picking up yep. weeds. So you can clear your entire farm in a single night because, oh, but what about the big rocks you have to smash with the hammer? What about all the stumps that you have to chop with the axe? You can walk to the mountain and you can climb in the hot springs, which restores some stamina and you can eat wild berry or I think uh, the wild grape or grape of the wild. It's not translated exactly right, but you you could clear your entire farm in a single eternal night and then hoe the ground so that everything is tilled and ready to go and like move the fence around so that the fence is exactly where you want it to be. Uh, it's not fun to do that because (laughs) it is so immersion breaking. There's no music at night, which is one of the ways that they like let you know that night has come and you should probably go to bed, but you can absolutely use that first night to cheese the ever loving crap out of (laughs) the rules of the universe, which I just think is funny. Um, there's a, a massive cratering of momentum when you get to winter. So in the spring, you can plant spring crops. In the summer, you can grow summer crops. In the fall, there are no crops, but you can still grow grass, which you can cut for feed for your livestock. And by the time fall has come around, you probably have acquired enough money to acquire livestock. That means all you do in winter is take care of your livestock. There were winter days because when you go into the barn or when you go into the chicken coop, time is not passing while you're in there. So there were winter days where I got up at 6 a.m. and I went to bed at 7 a.m. because I did everything for that day. And it's just really jarring to have these days of incredible, like Groundhog's Day, just like, not like, (laughs) oh, it's another day on the farm. It's like, I get up, I eat my breakfast, I pet the cow, I milk the cow, I pet the chickens, I put their eggs in the 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 shipping bin, and then I go right back to bed because I'm not trying to date anyone or I'm not like doing any of the romance stuff, so I don't have to go talk to anybody. I don't care about any of that. Like it just it's again bizarrely immersion breaking. 
maybe that's maybe that's what they're trying to encourage is by removing all the standard stuff. They're like, go talk to people. Like it's winter. Yes. Go I, go I, do the romance stuff. You know, I think it is a hundred percent, and that is what I did. But kind of more to the feeling you were having is you the player need to figure out that that's what you're going to do with your time because right. if you spent all of spring and summer being the super industrious ant and now winter is rolled around and it's like oh time to enjoy the fruits of my labor i got money coming out my ears i'm gonna go talk to people in town i'm gonna go live my best life uh you just went three entire seasons without anything of consequence happening from you not doing that right so it's like and and because like you said the days are kind of long in those seasons and then the seasons there's 30 i think days to a season so like this game is longer than you think like one of the few tiny things that we do for like adjacent research is i generally look up how long a game is just so we have a rough idea of what we're getting into and to technically go all the way through this game is like a 25 hour experience i mean it's essentially an rpg right so i was kind of like oh i uh I forgot that <laughs> this game can take that long. Um, here's the last thing that I just had to make sure I mentioned. So, sorry, real, real, real fast on that. Um, so, so basically, you were like waking up, you know, taking care of the cows and going back to sleep. Uh, you became Jack Torrance, man. You know, mm. just uh, The Shining. Oh yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, <laughs> just you just take care of the homestead not talking to anybody and and just like in in that story it's not the healthiest thing to do emotionally no it is not (laughs) Um, uh, so the last thing i'll mention is um your chickens cannot get sick or die on their own but if you leave them outside they can be eaten by wild dogs um Mm -hmm. if you uh leave cows outside or if you don't feed them they can get sick and if you do not cure them with medicine soon enough the cows die. Here's why I'm specifically mentioning this. They bury your cow next to the church and the uh, the guy who sells livestock who looks like Colonel Sanders, he comes and yells at you and he's like, I thought I told you you got to take good care of the cows, you jackass. Like, it's so <laughs> it's so weird because it's like, is this a commentary on like weird small town America? That like they would have a funeral for a cow and bury it in the churchyard. Don't just don't just eat, eat it. Like don't just so, eat the cow. So weird. Like I don't I don't know. I just because I when I got near the end of my playthrough, I was like, all right, I'm gonna kind of like rapid fire do some things just to like see what happens. And I, I let one of my cows get sick and die, and then it like smash cuts to the funeral. It wastes an entire day because then it smash cuts to you going to bed, and I was just like, oh. Oh, okay. That is a thing they programmed into the game. Yeah. Cat funeral. <laughs> Cat funeral. Um, yeah, so that. Uh, so what do you think, man? Hold up. All right. So yeah, this game gets a nostalgia monocle, but here's here's why. And I'm not sure I have had this exact feeling on a game before. Every single complaint you made is a hundred percent valid. Like I cannot refute the, uh, just the sheer opacity of what you were supposed to do, how you were supposed to be feeling. But the second, you know, like when I was a kid and, and my friend just straight up told me like, this is how you play this game. And I was like, Oh, I'm into that. Right. But I wasn't relying on the game to tell me how to play this game. Like I found this replay 
incredibly satisfying. But because I was looking at it with a critical eye, I was like, I cannot recommend this to someone (laughs) unless I'm also willing to tell them how to play it. So the reason I say this earns like the most solid of nostalgia monocles is because if you played this game before and you enjoyed it, you will enjoy it again. It holds up exactly the way you remember, but holy crap, you had better have those memories. If you were going into this game cold, don't because there are dozens now of modern farming life sims that have all of the quality of life improvements you have been lamenting were not here, right? Stardew Valley does all of these things. The later harvest moons do all of these things, right? Um, weird side thing. Uh, if you're looking for the latest harvest moon game, it's actually called song of season or story of seasons. Uh, and there's some like insane thing with like, they lost the rights to the brand name harvest moon, but another company has it. So there are harvest moon games, but they're not actually in the same series. It's really bizarre. Um, but there are lots of other farming Sims that have an inventory, right? That have better tutorials that have a little bit of UI so that you're not constantly guessing about the universe around you. Right. So like just these little quality of life improvements. So, uh, if you played this game before, go play it again. It's great. If you haven't played this game before, now's probably not the time. Like just go play Stardew <laughs> Valley. Um, yes. So, uh, I, I, I pretty much agree with you on all points. I, for me though, that, that pushes it into, uh, like nostalgia goggles, you know, because it's, it's literally, if you want to enjoy playing this game, you had to have played it before, you know? Um, to, and to, to, uh, you said exactly what I was going to say. If you haven't played this game before, go play a more modern game, you know, like there's no reason it, the only reason to play this game is because you have fond memories of it. If you do, it holds up to that, right? This game to me falls into the category of like chaotic good in the sense <laughs> of, you know, th- its execution is all over the place. To be fair, it was the first of its kind, right? You know, if they if they had hit it on and, and they get re they <laughs> they come so close, right? You know, there's so many things that they do really, really well that 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 do with sand the test of time. But man, you know, like they 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 were like, all right, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna we're gonna have um, you know, bananas, custard. And beef sautéed with peas and onions, then more more lady fingers, and it's like, wait, what was that middle bit? You know, and it 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 un- unless you're Joey and you have for whatever <laughs> reason the nostalgia goggles for this, right? You know, it's just uh the game's a hoe. The curtain falls, the music plays, the credits roll, then it all fades to black, and you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone There's no player two There by your side to share victories won But as you slowly progress Down the hall to your bed A few great events Leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil, fighting the darkness, just sword in hand. Your memories creep in with the edge of a smile. You realize again what you've lost for a while. You're gonna think back much less 